0: On today's episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Watchable, we talk about the upcoming Shazam sequel, Minari, we give a review of that, The Father, another movie that's nominated for Best Picture, and a few other awards at the Academy Awards coming up later this month. And we do our weekly segment of The Good, The Bad, and The Watchable. And just a reminder to everyone, we appeared on this week's episode of Dual Redundancy, where we gave out a few of our Academy Award predictions. It's always a fun time when we're on the show. Check them out. That episode comes out this week. It was a lot of fun, as always, and a big thank you to those guys for having us on. Let's start the show. David, look,
1: your wheels. Wheels? 여기 대차 어디야? 집이지. 새로 시작한다고 그랬잖아. 이게 만들 거야. What a wonderful day to be in the house of the Lord. If you're here with us for the first time, please stand. What a beautiful family. Glad you're here.
0: Who cares if I drank a little pee? It was fun. It's the good, the bad, and the watchable. I'm Nick Rojas. That was Nick Boyle. He's Mark DeSisto. Fellas... It's good to have you back on the show. It's been two weeks since we saw Godzilla versus hey, King man. Kong. How's everyone recovering from that emotional time?
2: First Mark, of all, as had- always, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I don't know how you doing, Mark. Are you still? Have you? How, how
1: many times have you watched it so far? I'm at about four right now. That <laughs> no, was a week ago. I just I love the movie so much. If you have HBO Max, watch that movie. You will not be disappointed. It rules. It rules. Indeed. Uh, Boyle,
0: um, you're a busy guy. Mark, you're a busy guy. We're all busy guys, but we have quite a few movies actually to talk about today uh, that are nominated for Best Picture. Uh, But Boyle, uh, quickly, before we go on to that, good weekend. Have a good weekend.
2: Yeah, I'm honestly trying to do a lot of grad stuff to be a little ahead of the game. So I'm... uh... I've been honestly just busting my butt, and after this week, I'll be in a really good position for a couple of weeks. So I'm pretty excited about that a little free time. So
0: there we go, there we go. Well, it was up in the Northeast, a little bit cloudy, so there was a little bit of time for me to catch up on movies this past weekend. So excited to talk about that. But let's get into our first news segment, and uh, you know, we're trying to get news that's as recent to when we're taping the podcast. Uh, so earlier today at ten o'clock this morning, it was announced that Lucy Liu is joining the cast of shazam that sequel that's coming out she's obviously been on a lot of tv shows the last few years but people of our mm-hmm. age remember her as being um such a great member of charlie's angels back in the day so she we know she kicks some serious But uh she's going to be in this movie she's going to play the role of a villainess named calypso uh it's the second daughter of atlas one of the titans of ancient greece and one of the a's in shazam an acronym of ancient gods and heroes to catch everybody up on that because I know you all know what the Shazam acronym stands for. Uh guys, how do we feel about the casting? How excited are we for a Shazam sequel?
2: Uh, Boy.
1: Yeah, I'm in on it.
2: I can't wait. And I'm excited because that's a great role. And um I I actually liked how they did the first Shazam. I still hold that as like an eight out of ten. If that's on, I watch it. I think it's a good flick. Um and I'm excited to see what they're going to do now that they have a full, it's not going to be just about him. Like he has all of his teammates now. So I'm kind of excited to see where it goes. I mean, you know, it's going to tie into black Adam too. So that's going to be kind of fun. Um,
0: and I'm, I'm in on it. I'm excited for this one. Mark. What about you? We, we didn't see Shazam with you. I don't really know how you feel about Shazam. Uh, I
1: saw it. Late. Um, I thought it was good. Not great. Um, the whole like the Shazam's character, I think is like a, it's an interesting concept, um, and I thought it was, I thought it was executed like pretty well. But I gave it like a five out of ten. Like I, I liked it. I didn't love it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it was one of those things where I, I think the first one they can kind of work out like the kinks from that. Going into this next one, getting a, a high-profile um, casting like Lucy Liu, that's definitely going to like boost this up a bit. Because like you know, it's silly. The kid's like uh, a teenager, and yeah. it's like Superman-esque powers, right? Yeah. So it's like it's goofy, it's fun, but like that takes some of the uh, like the seriousness out of it, right? So I think I if mean- you go in a more uh, high-profile casting like Lucy Liu, that's going to kind of you know. I think uh, just give it like a little more of uh, kind of respect going into it. Um, People forget she was in Kill Bill. No, I, I don't. That's what I actually. That's like kind of what I think of when when uh, I think Lucy Liu. I think of you know how badass she was, mm-hmm. and that that ending scene too. Well, what a movie! Seriously, yeah. So it's, I, like I think she'll be a, a fantastic villain, especially for uh, Billy Batson and uh.
0: You know, his squad. Well, you're you're more jazzed up for Shazam, I'd say, than any of us. I mean, I, I thought it was okay. I'm going to put on my quick Dave Allen hat because we're going to be on Dual Redundancy on Tuesday. And he always is quick to point this out. And I respect him for that because I never think of this. How old are these kids going to be when they film this movie? Those kids have got to be like three to four years old now. One of the kids was in It too. They're going to be like yeah. you know, later teenagers now. So like that whole like – going from a teenager to like a grown, like it's going to be odd transition. I feel like you can really only get one more of these movies out. I don't even remember what the yeah. kid looks like if we're being honest. So I don't really care. I'll be honest. I think that's a great point Ross. I think you'll have one more movie to squeeze
2: out them looking young and then they're going to have to pretty much skip a few years or something somehow. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think we know what's going on with, you know, black Adam too and how it will all tie in and what will go on. So Um, you know, remember he could stay as the Shazam body as long as he wants to, if he doesn't want to stay as the kid version, you know, he, the whole point is to go back and forth, but I think they can kind of play around with it. If like the next movie, whenever that would be down the line, he was an older teenager or something. Now, like, I think that they can play with that, but you're right. They can definitely only squeeze one more out. And I was just thinking about the movie again. Like, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a good origin story. I do think that the villain was bad, though. So they do need to make sure that there's a good villain in this sequel. Like Mark was saying, like, all right, you made your tweaks. Now you better perform and show up or you're going to lose all your fans immediately. And going on a train with Black Adam and stuff and where that storyline should go. They can't really mess this one up or else they're in trouble. Like the whole DC universe. (laughs)
0: it's true i so it's gonna be so she's the sister of hespera that's helen mirren's character um i really don't know any of these characters at all it's gonna be released june 2nd 2023 so this is what uh i mean again june 2nd 2023 that's two years from now so it's not gonna be coming around anytime soon it's gonna start filming in may Mm -hmm. by that point it'll have been four years since the first
1: one came out right that's interesting because there's definitely going to be the age factor especially like you know when we're talking about teenage years like just think about how much different we look from ages like you know uh 16 to 20 right well
0: you mark not me because i look the same exact age as i did when i was 16 so that's for sure boil and you sound exactly the same went from the chin strap to the full man beard now so and man bun at one point that's true. People forget. I keep saying people forget, but people actually do forget the boil had of man bun. Boyle
1: head of man bun. And yeah. I actually
2: was able to do it longer this past time, but I didn't really show anyone. That's I kept true. this
0: one to myself. Well, it was long a story short, <laughs> It is a secret. We didn't tell anybody. Long story short, I'm excited to see Lucy Lou come back into my life because I feel like when she's on network TV, that's not really a avenue I'm really getting my entertainment from. So I'm excited to see her again. So that's it. Shazam 2 coming to theaters. Obviously anything can change between now and June 2nd, 2023, but that's when it's listed. So that's pretty much it for news because we have two great movies to talk about this week. This week is a, uh, as we ramp up towards the Oscars, we have two movies that are nominated for Academy Awards. We're going to talk about today and that's Minari and the father. And so we're going to start off right now with Minari, which came out in, you know, we're not going to do a whole portrait of a lady on fire thing with this one. This one came out last year, 2020, uh, just so I know I got my years straight, uh, it was directed by Lee Isaac Chung. The byline for this movie is a Korean family starts a farm in 1980s Arkansas. really doesn't need any uh, more of a description than that. It's PG-13, just under two hours. Uh, we started with Boyle on Shazam. So Mark, let's start with you. What did you think about Minari and wh- when did you see it? It's been a little bit of time since both of you guys saw this.
1: Uh, Minari. I saw Minari in March, like about, about just over a month ago. Uh, I liked it. Um, I thought the acting was solid. I thought the story, um, while, you know, pretty uh, tough, but also kind of uh, pretty realistic. Um, it's one of those, I thought it was good. I, I I thought everything that they did, it was kind of one of those really heartfelt, like a family that you are rooting for, that you really wanted to make it. But, you know, um, it's like how far they'll go to make it, or like to, you know, can they stick together as a family to to get where they want to end up going? Um, I'm gonna say I'm just gonna get out in front of it. I thought it was good, not great. I wasn't blown away by this. Um, I gave it I gave it a fairly high score, um, but trust me, like I I don't know. I I saw like a couple of months ago that there was a a lot of talk about this and how it should have been getting more praise for for award season and i can kind of see why they'd want to go and that like it this is like oscar bait like i can see that i think it's good but i don't know just good bait for the well, fishies that's it <laughs> yeah I don't, it's like i don't I, I was blown away by uh by parasite um obviously when we're talking foreign language films but like you know Menara is filmed in kansas like it's here it's like a domestic film, um, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just good. It was good, but I I don't know. I don't see it uh, making too much uh, noise at, at award season. I don't like. I don't see it. I thought the characters were likable. I thought the story structure was you know tight, solid, kept everything together. We knew exactly you know what was at stake. Uh, definitely pulled at the heartstrings. You know I. Uh, good not great done <laughs> I don't know what else to, I don't know what else to, to add to this I mean there's a lot I liked uh, they they hit the emotional spectrum there's a lot going on yeah, you'll you know will chuckle at some stuff there's some stuff that'll make you want to cry a little bit I don't know it was it was good solid watch
0: boy what about you I feel like you're in the same avenue
2: yeah um yeah I I think Oscar bait is probably the best way to throw this out there, but I think that's what threw me off was I watched the movie still feeling and this isn't fair to it and that's not it's just an, it is a con for it for me. I was expecting something and I didn't feel like I got it in the sense of the way that they were building momentum in the movie. I know it was slow, but there was just like I really thought something serious was gonna come of the relationship part I really thought something big was happening with the boy and the grandma now don't get me wrong some big things happened but it just wasn't going in the way I thought and then it kind of like was dry at some points I think it was great I thought it was um it was a it was a very nice story um and it was a very laid back story but I guess like I watched it last Sunday and was expecting like this more like um I don't know what I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. I just was expecting a bang and I really just got like a gentle story like Nomadland and that wasn't what I was expecting going in. Now, I also didn't watch the trailer. I knew nothing about this movie. All I know was I heard it's a great movie, it's a foreign film similar to Parasite, like it's going to be great, you're going to love it. But it wasn't like Mark said it wasn't
1: I was gonna say it wasn't foreign
2: language. <laughs> foreign language film. That's what I meant to say. But I meant because it wasn't foreign, it was in <laughs> Kansas. Um Arkansas. I enjoyed the story. I loved the little boy. I thought that honestly kept me going through the whole movie. He was just so funny and so cute. And even like just watching his relationship with the grandma, that's all I wanted. Like I got over the farm part and I was just like, I just want to watch you too. And like, hang out with you guys. Like they were just, they were making the movie for me more than the actual story of why they were there and what was going on. Um, however, I still love main character, Steven. Um, I actually don't know. How do you pronounce his
0: last name? Steven Yen.
1: Yeah. Yen,
2: yeah. So, um, I love him. I used to, I mean, I fell in love with him from walking dead years ago. So I was really into him and then I um, always liked to see his performances. So I was excited to see him. Like I said, I enjoyed the little boy. I just felt like it was, even though it was such a good movie. And I do think that it's totally for me, a watchable, but I wouldn't go say, this is great. People need to go see this. There's other best pictures this year. I'd say that too. That's all that. That's where I'll stop there, I guess. But I don't want to take away from it because it still was a nice, a nice flick and a good story and what it was. It just wasn't a,
1: you know, power well, punch. To, to really hammer that home, I'm with Boyle. It's, it was a good story. It was quality. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was, you know, it was well done. I thought the, the acting from top to bottom was good. Yep. But like, you know, it's I don't know. It wasn't. I wasn't blown away by it. Like. <laughs>
2: I can't put this in the eight realm, the nine realm, the 10 realm. It was a fantastic movie. It was a good movie. It just is like a low key afternoon. Like it wasn't, I was expecting some, actually, I I don't know why I did. I went with the wrong movie choice for where I was looking that time and what I thought this was going to be, but, um, it still was good and I don't want to take away from, how good the movie really was. Cause it really was a great story. I thought they did a great job. The, the scene at the end too was really emotional and you were really involved and they did a good job. I just still wish this is also one of those movies. I wish I didn't get what followed the end scene. Like Mm -hmm. if it makes, if you, if I can, without spoiling it, (laughs) I'm doing the, yeah the barn and then yeah so like uh <laughs> like i feel like if it had it was similar to what movie else we were just talking about that um um the one, Oh, she's nominated for that movie um guys help me out where we were like it should have ended with peter dinklage in the room that's how i felt with this movie it should oh, have ended
1: uh, at the barn. i care a lot which is a movie i did not care a lot yes about.
2: I almost like was like, oh, man, what if it just ended and we just didn't get any answers? <laughs> like, I mean, that wouldn't make sense because you need to understand how the whole story wraps up. But like, I don't know. It was just missing something for me. And uh, so I still I still think it was a great movie. I'll give scores later. But I know Rojas, you loved this movie and tell us why.
0: Oh, I don't oh. throw the I don't throw the L word around everywhere. Well, <laughs> sometimes. Yes, not always. Stephen Yun, That's how it's pronounced. I was looking that up that whole time. That's why I was just frozen there. Sorry. So Minari, uh, I, I you know, this is where um, you know, movies like this I always have a, a small uh place for because I like movies that um don't necessarily have like it you know, it's always tough when you recommend movies to people where it's like, all right, you gotta know going in that this movie is not gonna be something where there's a a firm plot acts, a a conflict, a resolution, that kind of stuff, right? So um, only thing I knew going into this movie is cause I don't watch trailers. Only thing I knew going into this movie was that it's a very old fashioned kind of movie, um, from like, you know, kind of like eighties and nineties style. Very, very, this is a very slowly paced movie. It's very much about the characters within the movie. Right. And it's not too much extreme circumstances or extreme characters or just, but, uh, what I did like about this movie is the interactions between. Uh, the actors in this movie, the little boy, like we mentioned before, the grandmother. Uh, you know, I thought that was kind of funny, me having someone who is an immigrant grandmother. Uh, I, I found that relatable, um, you know, and, and I'm sure Mark, maybe in your family too, maybe you have like some kind of grandmother, great grandparent when you're young and you're just like, I don't know what the heck this person's saying. Like I'm getting frustrated right now. Um, <laughs> you know, Abuela, uh, you know, and I, I was still living with her as of two months ago. I always like to bust her chops because she would just, she'll say stuff to me in Spanish. And I'm like, lady what i don't know what the hell you're talking about lady i have no idea what you're saying um no i'm not taking it to the streams that this little boy is taking that's for sure uh and and
1: abuela was just so funny so funny
0: yeah it's definitely like the the highlight of the movie for me uh which you guys also like too so i'm not um breaking any new ground here uh and uh yeah no just quickly to wrap up on abuela abuela spoke english as a little kid too so like uh, when i was a little kid so i I'm just busting
1: our her chops here. Yeah, well, um, what happened was, is like uh, my dad said this too. He said, you know, his parents and his grandparents they would speak Italian only when when they wanted to keep it from him, when they didn't want him to know what they're talking about. So they didn't even actively like try to teach him the language. They used it as like a secret code.
0: Oh yeah. Our, our grandparents taught us like swear words and like a few other words. So, you know, the essentials basically. Um, but yeah, no. But anyway, besides that point, uh, you know, S- Stephen Yeun, was, was good in this movie, solid. He's nominated for Best Actor. He, he's not the one who really stuck out to me as much. I thought, to me, uh, the wife uh, character, uh, kind of from an acting standpoint, stuck out to me uh, a little bit more. Uh, Noelle, uh, let me see. Oh, she was Monica in the movie. Yeri Han. Uh, I thought she was really uh, good in this movie. Um, I like the acting. I like the storyline. It was great to see... Um, Will Patton in this movie? You know, shout. Remember the Titans, Coach Yost. Um, yeah, that that cameo um, kind of got me jacked up too. <laughs> Yost, <laughs> Yost, man, just popping up all these yeah. years later. Um, I like, I like how positive this movie was. Um, you know, we obviously live in some in some tough times in in certain circumstances. Well, boy, no, I think seeing that this, you know, this early '80s Midwest America and just seeing this town kind of accept. You know, these people who had come from California and previously come from Korea, and there's no like kind of like tension between them or like outsiderism. Yeah, there's like a few references to the little boy who is a little bit confused about how the uh, son looks, you know, and his facial structure. But this wasn't a movie about that, you know? Like this town was this church. They were welcoming to the family as a community. They tried to make them feel welcome. I I like seeing things like that. Uh, Hmm. You know, it's not a movie that kind of. (laughs) <laughs> yeah there's movie. i didn't know that that's kind of, what you were trying
2: to say yeah yeah yeah
0: like that's i like that kind of like positive feel to this movie like that it, it wasn't about like you know us versus them or anything like that i liked how this was like you know immigrants in america you know we're gonna you know one of the parents is like we're gonna stay here and we're gonna figure this out i'm gonna chase my dream and the other was like Hey man, your dream is one thing, but this family is a whole other and you got to support us and like that. And you don't know who to agree with or who to side with. I think this movie was extremely fair uh, to both and just seeing like how they kind of like mortgage their comfortability on like this farm and stuff like that. And I just thought that was interesting. And, you know, I'm, I'm going on and on because there isn't that much to say about this movie. But I, if you're kind of like the kind of person who doesn't mind, there not being a, a big thing in a movie or a big plot, a big very just old-fashioned kind of movie. I found this movie very enjoyable. Um, I know Jules did as well. She got a kick out of this movie. Uh, she really liked the little boy and uh, the writing in terms of that. Boyle, yeah?
2: Yeah, and I think that's my thing is I think I went in with the wrong mindset, so that is a downside because I still enjoyed the movie. I probably would have enjoyed this um, even if it wasn't the same mindset. Uh, I did like parts of it, and like, I think what you brought up that I forgot about that I liked the realness of it. Like you talked about. I did like that Steven's character was very still like I need to prove this for me. I understand I have to support you and the kids, but like that's why we're here. That's why we're doing this. This is also for my own pride. Like, and they all still had their own little like, and she was like, Yes, but what about me and what about us and what about our family and then the little boy was like i just don't like grandma (laughs) and it was just it was it was very cool to um it did it did feel really close to i think anyone's home and and those family relationships and struggles that people go through so i did like parts of it i'm not fully dissonant but yeah um i i also love that you know, he teamed up with a you know the crazy the, <laughs> the crazy guy with like <laughs> the church and the sticks and stuff. Dude, I loved that. I loved that guy. I don't even know who was what his character's name is. I could tell you. I watched the whole movie. I couldn't tell
0: you what that guy's name was. You know, I've seen that kind of stuff. Like, Mark, have you seen that too? Like that kind of like a uh, thing with the two prong wood and people kind of believe that kind of like leads to spirits and stuff like that. I feel like I've seen that before, but not for a long time. I haven't seen that for a long time. I was like, "Oh, that's a throwback."
1: Yeah, in my scouting days, I think uh, there would always be like the legend like that, where it's like somebody can like just like flick like the stick and be like "Mm, water, (laughs) right? But it's like you know urban legend stuff. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So overall, I think we're all in the same boat. We all, no one in this group really thought it was a bad movie, and and even my dad, uh, and you'll hear this later in the review, he found this movie boring. Uh, which I thought was interesting too, because I feel like, uh, you know, this is a generalization I make. Parents tend to have a lot more patience than us. Uh, so I thought that was interesting because uh, I didn't really find myself bored by this movie. Uh, but I also understand completely why someone would find this. boring. This is a movie where we see this a lot in the show where I can completely understand people not liking this movie all the way to like the end of the, you know, end of the earth, all the way to people loving this movie. This is a movie that like, However, you feel about this movie, I I can't I can't argue with it at all. So me personally, I give this one a very soft, slippery, uh, flimsy eight out of ten uh on the Fisher scale. <laughs> uh just like a wet lasagna, just can't even can't even stand up straight on itself. Uh Mark, let's go to you. What's your score on
1: the uh swole scale? If we're gonna step onto the swole scale, I give uh, four stars out of five. I thought it was strong I liked it uh, you can tell there was a lot of effort put into it the story makes sense character arcs make sense it's better than good but not as not good enough to be great so that'll be an 8 out of 10 4 stars out of 5 from the Swole scale wow ah. Boyle <laughs>
2: So I kind of agree with daddy. Papa bear. <laughs> like I, and that's what deters me from the movie is that I did think that there were times that I was like, all right, all right, wrap it up. ya. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, the barn scene was the most exciting scene. Like, right. You know, besides the little intel- dialogue and Mark, you've spoken a lot of what I was thinking, but just didn't go in the realm. I wanted to with my score. Again, saying it's a great movie, but I'm going to give Minari a 6.8 out of 10, which I normally ever, ever in life do. So it would really be a 6.5 and then round up to a 10 to a seven. But I just felt like 6.8 was just the first number that came to me because that's I feel like you're in between. You're better than the 6.5 movies. But you're about to hit seven, but I can't get gi- I can't give you that satisfaction because I won't come back to this movie. So, um, we'd probably stay at a six point five. Maybe I'll throw in the six point eight if I feel adventurous. Six point five for me out of ten on the uh, the old
0: Fisher scale. Shout out Fisher. He tweeted at me today, actually. So shout out to to Dan, our guy. Uh, nice. Anyway, let's move along to our other best picture nominee that will be discussed on this week's episode, and that is. The Father. Uh, the Father is a movie that came out, obviously, in 2020. It's up for the Oscars this year. Actually, well, the, the <laughs> this is where we get into trouble here, because the release date is technically February 26, 2021, but obviously this movie's been around for uh, months now. A man refuses all assistance from his daughter as he ages. As he tries to make sense of his changing circumstances, he begins to doubt his loved ones, his own mind, and even the fabric of his reality. It's directed by Florian Zeller. It was written by Christopher Hampton uh, as the screenplay and the play itself, cause this movie is based on a play was written by Florian Zeller and stars Anthony Hopkins, Olivia Coleman, Mark Gaddis, and a few other people. Um, we started with Mark on this. Boy, now let's go to you. What did you think of the father? So
2: the father, um, was a movie. I was kind of dreading. Um, I almost didn't even watch it. And I was like, well, I have to, it's a best picture nominee. We got to do it. um, and Rojas, I think your text lightened my mood going in. So that was definitely helpful. Um, and went in did, and again. I knew nothing about this movie besides Olivia Coleman is a daughter who um her father's uh suffering from Alzheimer's and delusions. That's all I knew. So um actually every single best picture I didn't watch a uh, trailer. I'm just thinking about that this year. But uh, so, anyways, go into this. Wow! Like wow! Honestly, um, this movie blew me away. I think um, acting alone, Anthony Hopkins, brilliant. Um, Olivia Coleman, like sure, she did a good job, but like, I mean, Anthony Hopkins just took this and and, and it was beautiful. And what I really appreciated was the cinematography of this movie because you were seeing parts then going back and then you were seeing parts from different perspectives and then you were seeing perspective his perspective and you really were feeling that delusion he was having and suffering from and then pieces were only like you know how i felt when you when you do like those giant crazy puzzles and there's too many pieces but you find that one piece right that just is like that's the one you needed to keep going. Like I felt that's how this movie was. They'd give you just a little flashback into somebody else, somebody else's perspective in the room. And and that was a cool thing too. It it all took place for the most part on the flat, which was really uh, impressive as well. And, um, but you'd see it from a different perspective and then you'd be like, Oh my gosh, whoa. Okay. All right. Now I see where we're at. And then you'd go back into something else. And it just there were transitions happening and you weren't even knowing that they were happening. Like that was so cool. That was so unique. Um, so again, acting stellar cinematography, fantastic um, storyline in the story itself. Beautiful. Like just so well done um, and really moving, really, really moving. I felt so like, I felt so, um, I don't want to say I felt bad for people, but I do. like for families who have had to go through this, for people who have to help somebody of their family like this. and um it just made you have an appreciation for your family members too, and then realize, like, oh my gosh, if I ever like have a family member that has to go through this one day, like now I feel like I have some understanding of what they're really going through besides kind of what you just read about and stuff, but this put like a different visual aspect to things that I've learned in the past. And that was like, more like, Oh my gosh, that's really what's happening to them. Like, I didn't understand it that much um, to somebody who was suffering from uh, delusions and stuff like that from Alzheimer's. Um, And I, again, I can't really, I can keep speaking about this depending on how long we have, but I won't. I want to hear your perspective too, Rojas. And um, I just, I personally thought this was a top runner in the Oscars this year. I And I don't think it's going to get enough praise that it truly deserves because this to me was an Oscar movie. This to me is what I've been waiting for. And I was the wow factor. I didn't feel in Minari or something else like that.
0: So that, that was another thing for this movie for me. But what'd you think about it? I uh I can't share that same level of excitement. Um when I look at the best picture nominees for this year, um, for me this kind of like fell like a little bit towards the towards the bottom. Um, even after you hy- hyped it up, Boyle. Um I still thought that, but you know, I hate the fact that I'm already starting off this review uh with a negative. So let's focus on the positives. I really like the structure of the movie and the way it was edited. I like the the way that this is from his perspective, which was uh, kind of a new one for me. it's a tough subject matter, not really one that is really brings me to to the big screen to see a movie uh, but it's one after the fact that I can appreciate the kind of art it took to get performances out of this to design a movie like this to edit it I like the way the camera was structured and the subject was framed within the scene. Anthony Hopkins was fantastic in it. I mean just the emotional highs and lows and of playing a character like that must be such a challenge. He uh, did a great job, Olivia Coleman, great to see as always for me. Tough movie to recommend to people. You got to really want to see all the Best Picture nominees to see a movie like this. I I can't, you know, like oh man, this is a movie that is just. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. Uh ultimately, I was kind of watching it and going, you know, shots this movie for being brisk though. It's an hour and thirty seven. Very quick movie compared yeah. to other Best Picture movies. Um, but for me, just and it's 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 a play. So I think if you appreciate plays too, you'll appreciate this. You know, staging all that kind of stuff. Um, I didn't know but- that yeah it's it makes uh, sense but i didn't know that but for me in the end this movie to me in terms of enjoyment was just okay um i can certainly appreciate the performances for sure and uh a story like this but man i I think that's a thing
2: when i say top runner of the oscar like to me this was just one of the more movies i was like that was a beautiful performance like that to me is a good movie i'm not saying it is like i guess i worded that wrong because thinking about it now like to me it just showcases a great performance by anthony hopkins you know what i mean and same thing like uh ma rainey's black bottom with um chadwick boseman same thing it just was a beautiful performance that was just like oh my gosh like no, yeah. This this has to win, you know? And I feel like that's that is my old, like I I want Chadwick to win, but I was like, wow, like Anthony Hopkins deserves some serious he credit. Won the BAFTA,
0: wish- he won the BAFTA award last night uh for best actor. Mm. So, I know I think yeah, I remember seeing that some. Oh yeah, you have it in there. <laughs> yeah, else, um, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, so it's not not possible, but no lie, I mean they just so I guess like that was my thing is I guess like it does steer in more of the way of a performance a play it's not necessarily like best picture mm. but it really is a good film very like you said very tough topic material yeah which brings me to my story um, I tried to recommend this to the wrong crowd today and it just didn't go well at, at All my right. job <laughs> because I was talking about how I review- someone brought up Alzheimer's and suffering from that. And I was like, well, a incredible movie I just watched was called the father. And I advertised what it was. And the woman was like, yeah, I don't think I can watch that. And I I was like, yeah, I don't think I should have And like we're friendly. So it wasn't like anything like bad, bad, but it was like, yeah, that would be definitely, this is, this is a trigger movie. If you know somebody with Alzheimer's or something like that, it will trigger you because it triggered me without even having somebody that I could connect to this movie about. So if you had something like that, you know, it's like one of my other friends said, she's like, I can't watch anyone. I can't watch a movie that has somebody dying or have, or having to deal with cancer because her brother has cancer and she just can't deal with that. So like, I I understand, respect that. So same sort of thing. I was realizing what was happening after she said that. And I was like, yeah, I don't think you should watch this. Thing. <laughs> but I was, but I was like, it just, it was a good performance and just was like, it just brought you into this visual, I guess, representation. I never understood about the delusion and like thinking so-and-so is so-and-so or this person and that and like full circle, you're coming to the end and you're just like, oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. I just felt like I went on this ride and
0: it was, uh, I still think it was very well done. So, it's heavy stuff,
2: man.
3: What do you think?
0: What are you going to give for a score? Oh, we got to get Brother Mark's thoughts on it. He, he watched it this
1: afternoon. So, so I've seen the trailer. Uh, I haven't seen the movie yet because oh. you guys, I have a job and I work all day. <laughs> Here he goes. Here <laughs> I'm so sorry. Really I thought I saw uh, in the text well, messages. You guys have all that free time screwing around, doing nothing. Get a job, you bums. All right. Um, but I'm a huge Anthony Hopkins fan. And uh, definitely a big um, Olivia Colman fan, especially uh, after I binged through The Crown. So based on that, um, this movie is going to be good. Um, Did you finish The Crown? Yeah. uh, The Crown is fantastic. You finished it?
2: Yeah. Dude, I feel like it was like three episodes ago. You just started it. (laughs) All right. Well. (laughs) <laughs> now i don't know it. i'm just amazed like good for you dude that's amazing sorry <laughs> <laughs> just like mind blown right now
1: <laughs> uh but yeah so olivia coleman she is fantastic in that so i'm just assuming that she's fantastic in this uh yeah it's, i don't know probably a nine out of ten uh um like most uh i guess uh, not most but like many people um uh, i i've had uh you know grandparents going through the whole uh dementia, and Alzheimer's route. So that'll be a fun lift for me to get through. Um, I'll watch this. I'll still watch it. Um, I'm going to have to do it before. Uh, The award ceremony, obviously, to to get a real grip on it. But, you know, I I think this is – I don't think this is going to win for overall movie, but I think the performances are going to get some due. Like Olivia Colman will probably, you know, be in serious contention. I haven't looked at the odds yet, but I I'm assuming she's going to be up there. And uh, Anthony Hopkins. He'll, I don't think he's going to win it, but, but he'll, he'll definitely, uh, make some noise come uh, award night. So, yeah, I don't know. I think this is going to be, I think it's going to be, uh, I'd be, I wouldn't be shocked if this wins best picture just based on the subject matter. And, um, the, the two high quality, uh, um, thespians who are taking control of this movie, Olivia and Anthony Hopkins. So those are big names <laughs> that you're getting in there and they're doing their best work right now. So
0: I, I made a mental note of it, Mark, when I was watching, I was like, Anthony Hopkins can roll out of bed and just rattle off like an amazing performance. I mean, the guy is just, <laughs> acting. he is acting personified, man. He's unreal. Uh, yeah. Mark, sorry. I guess I misread your text that you were, that you had watched it. So,
1: no, I, I, I also to watch it today, but I just didn't get to it.
0: Look, Mark, not not you know, not all challenges can be accomplished in one day. You had a heck of a day. No one is going to take that away from you. Um, <laughs> I that's do to mention
2: that I think I, I was saying before. I think I said disillusion or something weird. I don't know if I said that. If so, I
0: meant to say dementia, and I gotta just clear that out there. Thank you for clearing the air. I give this one a seven out of ten. Very solid. Very solid. What about you, Boyle? Eight and a half out of ten. I thought this movie was power packed
2: of a punch. I didn't say that right. This movie was (laughs) triple P's. Great. Just the uh, incredible performances. uh, Incredible performance, also to Anthony Hopkins, just incredible. Um, And again, tough subject matter too. So just, just really good. I would say. Brown down to the eight though. So it'll be eight
0: on Letterboxd, but eight and a half out of 10. Very good. Okay. Thank you, Boyle. Well, that wraps up The Father right there and Minari. Now it's time to move on to the good, bad, and watchable. That segment where we pick a movie that we saw in the past two weeks that was good, a movie that was bad, and a movie that was just plain watchable. It's good, bad, watchable. We put a minute on the clock and we let our hosts rip Mark, we got to start with you because, uh, you know, we just rattled off a lot of what we thought about the father. So we're going to put a minute on the clock for Mark and he's going to rattle off what he saw the past two weeks that he would qualify as good. Mark, are you ready?
1: I'm ready to rock.
0: All right, let's do this.
1: Three, two, one. On the Stars Network, ladies and gentlemen, we've got True Romance. This movie is from 1993. This is a classic. It's now available on the Stars Network. Again, that's for free, or you can rent it on Amazon Direct TV. This movie is great. This is an early Tarantino uh, work. Um, you can kind of tell he's still really working on his his true style that he gets to in those more popular, bigger movies that we all know that, that he comes out with. It's ridiculous. There's a lot of overlapping storylines. There's a lot of iconic um, performances and monologues in this movie. Um, Christopher Walken, uh, specifically, he's uh, his character. Although in the movie for a very short period of time, was just fantastic. Uh, this, I mean, this movie is this is great. I, I had a very good time watching this. If you haven't gotten to it, I I strongly recommend this. All right, I gave it a four stars out of five. Done. Nice. Directed by Tony Scott.
0: So him linking up with Quentin Tarantino. I mean, that is just. That is just a watchable powerhouse of a combo right there. So, excellent movie. No matter when you come across True Romance in your lifetime, that movie kicks ass.
1: It also features uh, an uh, early James Gandalf defeat That's right. And he is,
0: has some tough scenes. It is not easy to play a role like him in that movie, but
1: he crushed it. Yeah, there's uh, there's a couple uh, cameos that get people pretty jacked up. Brad Pitt, like young Brad Pitt, a little bit. Like it's 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 a very it's a very like good movie. But, like the storyline isn't that deep, but it is just so ridiculous and absurd that it's uh, it's well worth the uh, the watch. I gotta say that I, I highly recommend it if you get the chance to watch that.
0: Also, uh, a quick appearance, I don't think it was that quick, or maybe it was throughout, it. I can't really remember, from Gary
1: Oldman as uh, the guy Gary with Dreads. Oldman, yeah. Yes, he, he's in like more towards the, the beginning. Again, a lot of overlapping storylines in this, so a lot of characters only, are only in the movie for like 20 minutes or less. And it's, it's great. It just, it works. It works for the movie. It's, uh,
0: yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True It's good stuff, guys. The old noggin isn't clicking like it used to. All right, all right, Boyle. A minute on the clock for your good. Are you ready? I think you should go. All right. Well, all right. I, I have one more movie besides that. So, all right. Okay. Going in three, two, one. I actually just have one movie with that, and it's Bad Trip on Netflix, starring Eric Andre, uh, Lil girl, Howery, and also my girl. Uh, from girl's trip, I'm blanking on her name. Gosh, terrible. I'm terrible at research, but anyway, bad trip, Netflix movie. Look, it's a comedy. It is totally one of those like kind of like bad grandpa, like hidden camera mixed with like a narrative kind of thing. If you are offended at all by gross out humor, this probably isn't for you, but if you're game for anything, this movie is very funny. I was cracking up. It was good to just watch a movie and laugh and not have to think really. So bad trip on Netflix, Eric Andre. If you like the Eric Andre show, you'll like this time. That
1: was a quick one. Nice.
0: Yeah. No no worries. Boyle, please. Let's put a minute on the clock for Boyle. Boyle, you're good for the week. Are you ready? Yes. Three, two,
2: one. Go. I saw Pieces of a Woman on Netflix. Uh, It is up for um, nothing. She is up for uh, the woman who plays uh, Martha Weiss, which is Vanessa Kirby, is up for um, I think it was Best lead actress right that's yeah i believe so um but basically guys our our boy Shia LaBeouf in here didn't know that was coming that was a wild card didn't know that and he was a huge person in the whole movie that was fun but let's not take away from her performance this is all it is very sad it is very real it is very tough vanessa kirby puts on such a performance about The storyline of what it is. I don't want to ruin it. I just think people need to see it. It's tough, but wow, she was amazing. This am I do I get my score? It's on Netflix. Uh, eight out of ten, actually eight point five out of ten, round down to eight out of ten. Done.
1: Vanessa Kirby, big fan. She's in the first two seasons of The Crown. She's uh she's uh she's quite a that's a handsome woman. I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Vanessa Kirby. (laughs) Yeah, she does great work. She does great work. Quality actress. I'm I'm
2: not kidding, guys. Like, it's a tough movie, but it is well. uh, We're talking performances this year. This is a Chadwick Boseman and Anthony Hopkins. Like, she was phenomenal in this movie. I couldn't get over it. It was so good. So good, and Shia too, man. I'm not gonna lie, I'm so, you know Shia didn't get any nods at all, but
0: good for him. It was good to see Vanessa Kirby get nominated because she's really been coming on lately uh, on, on the scene. I I first noticed her in uh, Mission Impossible, uh, you know, the last one that came out, Boyle, the one we saw all together. Fallout, uh, oh, wow. yeah, man. I can't remember a thing today unreal oh yeah the yeah. best cocking scene all right time to move on to bad just movies that were absolute caca over the last two weeks mark we're going to start it off with you let's put oh, two minutes it, on the clock
1: are you ready three two one <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen i watched see Conspiracy," um a conspiracy documentary uh regarding the uh you know, the state of the ocean and the planet. Uh, This is a major human hit piece. and basically said, you know, we're bad. And there's pretty much nothing we can do about it. It's like the fact that we exist, it's just going to ruin the ocean. Um, That's dark. I would not recommend watching this on a Sunday. Um, Kidding aside, they they do show um, a lot of, uh, like, uh, brutality on the the sea, something I did not want to see. Um, you know, I, I like my violence to stick to humans. I, <laughs> I'm okay with that. But there's a, uh, there's some stuff I just didn't have to see. Like I, we know that, you know, we're not doing the best with recycling and stuff. We know there's a lot of pollution, but I don't know. I, I thought with uh, this documentary that it, it could have been a lot better. It, it just seemed like uh, a lot of this information is, is stuff that is kind of common knowledge now. And, um, I don't think I, I learned much from it. And uh, there's just uh, some disturbing imagery for, for some people, including myself. I went over, but I don't care because this movie sucked. The bad documentary. It's on Netflix. Don't watch it. Watch, watch something else. Do something better with your time. Done. One minute, 28 seconds.
0: It's, it's w- The way you described it to us, it was one of those things where I know it's important and I know the message. I don't need to freak myself out like that
1: and watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm telling I you. I do. Uh, i'm telling you there's there's a lot of ways to to go you know about having a documentary and have it being effective i mean this i'm gonna say this it wasn't very effective It just kind of like you know what I mean? gave me like uh like a bad taste in my mouth and basically said i like there's nothing i could do about it so thank you for that documentary guy really needed that yeah like, <laughs> like, hey, do you, you feel bad about yourself? Oh, I'll make it worse. Good. Like, Thanks, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> you are real good. Hey, is there anything I can do to help this situation? <laughs> oh, he goes, oh, no, <laughs> you can't. You're powerless. You're powerless.
2: It's like no. it's a way to like spread awareness, but it's not effective because
1: no, it's not even like spreading awareness because it's stuff that's been brought up in like other documentaries where like I think like this information it's. it's it's mainstream at this point. Like, we yeah. know. Right? It's It's not like, it, it, this wasn't groundbreaking. It's right. Not, yeah. Now I just feel bad.
2: <laughs> you're just <laughs> highlighting what's happening.
1: Yeah, and he was like, you didn't discover anything. It's just like, you're just telling it to us again. Like, the guy at the party who tells the like, a story that we all know about, what this happened once ago.
0: It's like when you have like a giant pimple on your forehead and it ends like someone's like, you have a giant pimple on your forehead. You're, it's like, yeah, I know. All right.
1: I, what you do you want me to do? It. There's
0: nothing I could do about it right now. All right. Yeah. I'm at this party. Do
1: something about it. I, I can't, I can't, can't, I can't do this. It's
0: this a stuff. terrible situation. There's nothing I could do. All right.
1: No, like now, but I'm, glad I'm spreading awareness. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> that was, it was a brutal watch. <laughs> was like, oh that was an God. easy,
0: easy skip for me after you said that. I was like, okay.
1: I yeah, watched it, so you didn't have to. It's just, it's like, it's like propaganda. It's, it's not great.
0: Yeah, I don't need to bump myself out anymore. Yeah, I'm gonna go with my bad for the week. Let's put a minute on the clock, huh? Shall we?
1: Yes.
0: All right, my bad for this week. I watched "Sleeping with the Enemy." It is a uh, early '90s movie starring the one Julia Roberts. Uh, this is a young woman fakes her own death in an attempt to escape her nightmarish marriage. Um, this movie is just like, it's like so straightforward. It's just kind of like bad. It's just like nothing really like too, so bad that it's good happens or anything that's really good. It's just a very straightforward movie. though. was just very like, uh, this is just bad, but it was a movie and it, it killed some time and I got to listen to a podcast about it afterwards. So not all bad. All right. In time. Two
1: uh, seconds. Wait. Take- just
0: trying to be efficient here. Boyle, what was something that was terrible you saw? Do you have anything? Did you leave it blank on purpose or nothing? Um, I didn't watch a bad movie, guys. I'm going to tell you something. Um, Whoa, someone didn't watch a bad movie. Whoa. That yeah, must is, be nice.
2: Yeah, I, honestly, it it was a very nice week. It was a very two weeks. Um, yeah, no, I I, I don't, man. Um,
0: nothing bad. Why don't you kick us off Goodbye, with our watchable Dylan. then? I mean I could. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. So we're gonna move on to our movies that are just watchable. Boyle,
2: right. take it away. All right. All right, pal. You you put a minute on the clock. All right, ready. Maybe maybe like four minutes.
0: <laughs> I'll tell uh, you know what? I'll give you four minutes, but I'm gonna take away the last three, okay? <laughs> you know what? Put a minute, take it or leave it. <laughs> Hi, highest off. final offer. All right, Boyle. Ready? And three? Yep. Two, one, go.
2: I had this as a good, but I put it down as a my only watchable bad trip on Netflix. I love this movie. It's a nine out of ten in my own books because I thought it was absolutely hilarious. It's just not for everyone. The only thing I really want to point out about this movie that was just awesome in compar- you know, in as well as you've talked about already, Ross, is just that. I loved that it was a movie within the like there was it was like bad Grandpa. It was just like you had a full movie and then there were crazy little things happening in between. We literally finished the movie and Mikhail looked over him and goes like I need more things like that. That was a good movie. I was like, I know, like that was a fun, enjoyable Friday night flick. We just had such a good time watching it after a long day of work. You can't go wrong with this movie. Also, Godzilla versus Kong. Done. Yes.
0: <laughs> Stuck that in at the end. Unbelievable! Ding, 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 ding. Um, yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more, Boyle, because I said it earlier. Yeah. Mark, yeah. do you want to go or should I go for for watchable?
1: I, I can go because uh, these these are two movies that. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Let's Here do it. We go. Three, two, one. I'm going back to the Stars Network. They they're doing great, guys. The Reanimator. A horror movie from the late '80s. It's uh, a Cronenberg, so you know there's practical effects, lots of uh, gore, and just kind of chaos going on. Great concept of you know bringing people back from the dead. It's it's like classic '80s, like overacting, some ridiculousness. But and I'm only putting it as watchable because it's it's graphic horror. Um, I like that. I know I'm not. Not everybody else does. So again, this is more watchable, but I'm going to you know, slap good on for any of the, uh, the horror fans. Uh, Chaos Walking. Um, Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley. Um, honestly, I don't think it's as bad as uh, public opinion has been. It's just it was okay. It's a really interesting concept. And did they execute it that well? No. I know there was so much more they could have done with it. But even then, I thought it was all right. And then our boy Mads Mickelson was just kind of like lame as a villain. And that's really tough to make him lame. And he's wearing a fur coat. Time. Minute 12.
0: Yeah, that's all stuff I've heard. Unfortunate. It, you got to hate when a movie has good actors in it or actors you like outside roles that have made them famous. And you're like, ah, oh, this isn't good.
1: It yeah. happens. Yeah. Like, it, I thought it was just, yeah, I, I think it wasn't as bad as it's kind of made out to be. I think uh, maybe the expectations were a tad too high because of uh, Tom Holland's Mad Max and Daisy Ridley being involved. Right. That's the only thing I can think of.
0: I'd like to see Daisy Ridley in something that isn't Star Wars. I don't yeah. know what I think it's going to be, though.
1: And, and, you know, she was good, but she wasn't like, you know. She was just like good. She was serviceable in this in this movie.
0: Right. For my watchable, I'm going in three, two, one. The trial of the Chicago seven. I watched it on Netflix. I watched it last Saturday. Yeah, you know what? On the couch checking it out, it was all right. It's an alright movie. It's it, it's it's you know, I thought Sasha Baron Cohen uh was was fun. Jeremy uh Jeremy Strong. He was fun too. It's way over the top, both those performances. I was like, this is very cartoonish at times. Um, yeah. It's kind of a cartoonish movie, but you know what? You can't say that it isn't watchable because it was certainly very watchable. Julia and I were into it. All right. Also watch Thief on HBO Max. That is the first Michael Mann movie. Uh, well, the first like feature length movie that he debuted with in 1981. James Caan in it as a guy who is a professional safe cracker trying to do one last job. Kind of one of those movies. It's entertaining, just very old fashioned. You can see the seeds that Michael Mann was planting for the rest of his career sprinkled throughout this movie. So that's it. Time.
1: Love it. Let's do one second. Way to keep it tight. For you.
2: I had no idea I was unmuted. <laughs> that's what? why I was like,
0: yeah, when you were talking. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. I was just, you know, in my zone right there. Uh, we have a few rewatchables. Wait. What? Mm-mm. What was your score for the trial of Chicago Seven? Uh, I don't assign scores. I'm kind of not a
3: score. Yes, you guy. do.
2: On the Fisher scale, what'd you give it? I gave it a six out of ten.
1: That's high. Ooh, I'll take it. It's not. It's okay. it's not your a hand good, through the screen. Not a, it's not a great movie, Boyle.
0: I I will never back down from the argument of me and what Mark and I were saying, which was it looked like a movie that was not made for us. That's just a yeah. personal. I'll tell opinion. you something.
2: Yeah, it is, and I think that I also think I was just so off of a high off that movie. Like, <laughs> I I'd give it a nine. I'd probably realistically still give it an eight, though. I, I would. Yeah, exactly. Like, you already yeah, back. I was I was hanging out with Sasha and Jeremy. Exactly. I was I was out on the on the <laughs> the mountain. I was out at the park with them.
0: <laughs> I was in the van. Uh, we we had a few rewatchables that we watched this past week I even chipped in on this uh, uh, we we have some someone watched Dark Knight some people watched Godzilla V Kong I think that was you Boyle
1: Uh,
2: I didn't write that in though
0: I rewatched I, Tanya. I had a blast rewatching that that was awesome Mark was that you Dark Knight rewatched yeah (laughs)
1: Mark hit. Mark hit. It was uh, It was me <laughs> It's me awesome. uh, yeah, I watched uh, The Dark Knight just for old time's sake And um, Godzilla vs. Kong um, Yeah when I uh, I traveled this weekend And um, When I got to my uh, Friend's place Godzilla vs. Kong was waiting to, to Go we we're like let's do this So we had a great re uh, rewatch and then uh, The Dark Knight, just tough to tough to pass it up. I would I needed a movie to watch. I, I went back after it. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It just it holds up. the The Joker played by Heath Ledger. <laughs> Amazing. And I I I don't get tired of that movie ever. So another solid rewatchable. I think it's um I think it's on HBO Max. Both those movies. HBO Max. If you need a a solid rewatchable for anyone out there, in podcast land.
0: HBO, there's no limit to how many movies HBO Max – Well, I mean, obviously, there's a limit of how how many movies they have on there. But if you go on HBO Max, guaranteed you're going to find something that's quality and not waste your time on there. That's just a fact. It's. I mean, no disrespect to Netflix. I mean, unless you're going there for a specific purpose. I mean, HBO Max, you can just scroll through that and be like, oh, man, these are all bangers. And if you're a movie fan like we are, they're – Guaranteed, there are movies on there that you haven't seen that you must see if you consider yourself a serious movie fan. So, well, you know yeah. what? I, I haven't I, seen many of them. Right? You know what? Christopher Nolan when he said that HBO Max was the worst streaming service, that was petty. Tom yeah. Petty. <laughs> um, petty. Petty. Shut. He's bound down. HBO Max. Um, yeah. So that that pretty much brings us to our our, our final segment here of listener Instagrams. And we had uh, uh, people reach out. You know, I always like to say, you know, we're taping the podcast. What are some movies you watched over the last few weeks that you liked? So here's our responses that we got. We got our guy, the germometer. Yeah. Jerry, I guess, got a lot yes. of great feedback for that. Shout out to Jerry. He said, Thunder Force. And he says, JK, it's bad. Um, not- <laughs> <laughs> I heard
1: that movie is so bad.
0: <laughs> I heard it's awful. Uh, I, I don't want to see it. Uh, Dave Alonso saw Minari. Great timing, Dave. Hope you liked our conversation about it. Marcus Rojas said, finally watch tag funny moments, but very average comedy. I mean, yeah, that movie would probably be the number one comedy of 2020. If that had come out last year, <laughs> aside from Palm Springs, yep,
1: Probably would.
0: uh, Marcus also watched the Goonies. The time classic. Love classic. That. Haley watched Mulan. I'm not sure which one, maybe the new one.
1: I hope it's the animated one though.
0: <laughs> I hope it's a probably new one and, not. I hope it's a new one. And Marcus fell asleep while watching it. Cause he, I, I don't see that being a movie. Marcus could stay awake and watch. Uh, Maddie watched oceans 11, 12 and 13. But not Ocean's Eight. That's suspect.
1: Uh, uh, probably best that she didn't, because I heard that movie stinks.
0: TM Cad twenty four. He watched Fate. Fate. Ooh. Fate. UBW. I don't know what that means.
1: Let me. <laughs> Is that some
0: kind of like secret code? Yeah, I looked that up. Uh Kristen Rojas watched Over the Moon and My Octopus Teacher.
1: Um, I, we we should talk about My Octopus Teacher. I've heard
0: we got to talk about that movie. I got to watch it too. Um, uh
1: previously reviewed by me on this podcast. Yes you did. You did As yep. As one of my watchables, I believe. I was just like, this is wild.
0: Tomato thirteen, our guy, watched Preacher.
1: You watched Preacher? I've is heard of that
0: movie. I don't know what it's about so yeah hit us up gbw pod uh we'll we'll share in our story you know it's i feel like it's a good place where you can kind of share what movies you've been watching we share it out to the world and other people watch it so uh thank you so much for everyone submitted it uh guys anything we're excited about over the next few weeks i mean we'll probably be back in the theater soon i don't know what's going to come out in imax soon though uh, not till may i really don't know what the next big thing is
1: um i think mortal kombat's coming out soon i was going to say i think that's next oh That's coming out. I would totally go to that. Yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat comes out at the end of the week, so I'm booked. I know what my plans are. Yeah, I was gonna say I I have
0: stuff Friday. My vacation starts on Friday.
1: Mortal Kombat.
2: (laughs) Hey, on top of that, there are some of the um, shorts from the Oscars have been like. One of the live actions was released on Netflix today. Don't understand that. So is that the one that's going to win? Like, I'm kind of curious what's going on there.
0: Is it the one with Oscar Isaac? I don't know. I
2: I just saw it pop up. I looked at the title on the uh, the good old website that has all the Oscars on it. And then uh, I said, hmm, that is on Netflix right now. And then we started recording. So,
0: yeah, it's a tradition Maddie Austin and I had for many years where we went and saw all the shorts, live actually one, the animated one. Boyle, you joined us. I was going to, I was getting to that. Um, but obviously, since the band has kind of split up here, Boyle moved out of Providence. My brother and sister moved out of Pawtucket. So very sad indeed. A uh, lot more salt from my tears in my popcorn than salt from the But the good
2: thing was, is that <laughs> that is some
0: sad popcorn.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, The good thing is, is that, yeah, imagine, I thought it was Kettle Corn, Um, that they're playing at the Avon, because we weren't sure when cable cars shut down, if it was going to go to the Avon or not. You didn't go to the Avon with
0: me last year? I did. Yeah. I did. I was going to say, yeah. It was kind of like a rainy day. I feel
2: like there were more times. There weren't many time
0: availabilities right now, which was weird. Well, it's it's a Panini, so... (laughs) that's true times are kind of limited and that is a by the way you want to talk about a place where i do not trust the air ventilation yeah (laughs) it's the avon okay (laughs) showcase imax you're only going to see the best of the best people going to that theater might be worth it i don't want to make light of it but whenever i go the avon the average age in there is like double what i am you know minimum and i don't want to like breathe my you know viral air towards them i would feel awful but they're also in there too, so maybe they're vaxxed. I don't know. i all I know is I haven't been there since we saw the the animated and live action shorts last year.
2: I just always love the intros. I always love the little like popcorn guy.
0: I know they do make it look nice. You know what the you know what this is a tangent, but uh, Mark, I don't know if you've ever seen like the presentation of the live action animated shorts, but in the past they would intro each one and they would tell you what the runtime was for each one. So yeah. like if one looked really bad and it would say like runtime 37 minutes, you'd be like, Oh, this sucks. <laughs> and then it'll be a really bad one. You'd be like, Oh, and like how, like, we're kind of like 10 minutes and you're kind of like doing the math. Like, I think we're 15 minutes into it. When did this one start? I don't know. And so <laughs> last year they got rid of that whole like runtime thing. And I was like, we could be here forever. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I could be, you trash. had no idea when one was going to end when
0: one was starting. Like, <laughs> I will say this though. Last year, It was probably the best crop of animated and live action. There were no boring ones. So that's the one tough one when you go see it in theaters. Like The pro and con is pro. If it's a really bad one, it's a short film. So it will end. But the con is you're just stuck there and you're like, this is miserable. So, all right. That's That's our chatter. That's our podcast episode. We have a Cookie and Christian review of Minari coming up. So we have that to look forward to. Mark. Hope you're doing well, Boyle. Hope you're doing well. We're going to be on dual redundancy this week, so keep an eye out for that. We're predicting our Oscars predictions for the year. We'll see how we do. All right, bye everybody. GBW Pod, follow it. This
3: is Cookie and Kristen. We just saw Minari, starring Stephen Yoon. and it's uh produced by well, Stephen Yun did produced it. Yeah, and also it's a it's a Plan B, which is I think Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt, right? Yes. Yeah, so. So why don't you give the synopsis real quick?
0: Well, it's um, it's about a family who moved from California to a Korean family, Korean-American family, who moved to, uh, from California to Arkansas for mm-hmm. greener pastures, we'll say.
3: Yeah, basically to start over and uh, to start a life in farming. Yeah. And, you know, Stephen's character, Jacob... Realizes there are a lot of immigrants, a lot of Korean immigrants there, and he can grow some uh, vegetables and service those folks and grow a, yeah. Korean,
0: yeah, you know, inspired.
3: He's got two Americanized shows. children, uh, Ann and uh, David. His wife Monica is a city person, not very happy with where they're living. And yeah, they they bring his mother in law, you know, yeah, her mom. Know, the kids have never seen. Well, the little boy yeah, has ever seen. Never, so. It's um, it's a good movie. It's a beautiful movie. It's just um, just really, really slow.
0: Yeah, it was it
3: like painfully slow.
0: It oh okay, it's slow. I see it as kind of a um, kind of a like a a this love letter to his family. The the director. Yeah, because
3: you find out if you do a little research on IMDb that the director. I think this is basically something that he experienced. He's, he's a Korean immigrant. Well, his parents are Korean immigrants who moved to Arkansas and had a farm. Yeah. And, uh, he ended up going to Yale and studying ecology and then became a filmmaker. Right. So I think it's an homage, but it's a unique story. Mm -hmm. There's no like protagonist antagonist per se. There's the issues between the couple, maybe the environment, but Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And it's it, a, definitely a film. Yes. Yeah. So. All right. So this movie is nominated for six Academy Awards. One of them being uh, Stephen and one of them being uh, the grandmother. Uh, she was excellent. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of her name. I love her um, character.
0: That would be Yoon Yu Young.
3: Right there. Yep. Yoon. Yep. Um, I think both did an amazing job. I think she did a great job yeah. uh, suffering from a stroke um doing a i think uh, she was just a great character yeah
0: yeah
3: steven's character was very good the the crazy thing about this is he's the first asian american or east of person of east asian origin to be nominated for an oscar in the best actor role i just cannot
0: believe that yeah so long overdue i suppose yeah
3: i mean it was a nice movie i was like it was slow yeah so because of that i'm gonna give it it's it is nice, and they do say the movie name several times.
0: The, and just the 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 cinematography in that the you know the the shots,
3: the, the story, the shots, the shots that yeah. They took yeah. The ending was it was a good ending. Yeah. All right. What do you think? What do you give it?
0: I think I'm gonna give it a four.
3: I was gonna give it a, a seven, so yeah. yeah, because this is the name, maybe I'll give it an eight. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks.
0: Bye. Bye.